Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Keep going a little bit more. No, I can't. Is it, is it right there? Hello and welcome to Slam Fire Radio. That's what I've been thinking. Episode 359 for June 18th, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Adriel. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly. And I'm the third one of your hosts, Random Dave. And the fourth and we have one. a special guest. Oh, and this, this is Denis. Denis. I'm Denis. <laughs> I'm Denis. Okay. You'll hereby be known as I am Denis. That is your name from now on. That's how we refer to you as. Okay. And you are you are in the show today. You're in the show. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Which will be a little bit different. Uh, why don't we uh, why don't we get right into that show thing that we're talking about? Uh, what we now. did in guns this week is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearms retailer. Right now, they have surplus Russian Mosin Nagants, Moist Nuggets, 29-inch barrels, 762 <laughs> by 54, R, bayonet, Woodstock, 400 bucks. Go on over to Calgary Shooting Center to pick one of those up. $400. That's awesome. Their, uh, <laughs> all yeah, surplus is weird right now. Surplus, well, surplus is always weird, but uh, uh, it's always interesting to see what's expensive and what the prices are of some things because, yeah, some of it bounces around quite a bit. Uh, Kelly, did you want to start us off? Okay. So on Saturday, I went out to SFRC. Uh, they are open now. So they're open for business. They have reduced hours. Just everybody go and check uh, their website if you're going to go out because uh, you might be surprised on their hours. It's COVID hours. So anyways, they're back to being open. I stopped in at the store because the CCFR AGM was on Saturday. And Kelly Kincaid, she's part of like we share brains and do everything together. She's working there. So uh, she's also, she was also up for a director for the CCFR and for Ontario. So I went out there. I already knew that she was actually going to become a director and be elected. So I kind of, I brought her like flowers and a whole bunch of different things just to say congratulations. But we sat there and we watched the AGM together with Marcy and Ryan and she, as well as Jamie, um, Jamie, and Kelly were both elected as directors. Now, Jamie, he was elected for two years, and Kelly is filling a, vaca- a vacated spot. So she's been elected for one year. So they're going to be fantastic for Ontario and for the CCFR. I just have to say they're, they're, they're going to be fantastic. Uh, and also, SFRC still has um they have their new food truck it's a chip truck it's called 38 special they just went and got it wrapped it looks really cool but they also have a barbecue place that's uh, there right now and so i tried out the barbecue place it was i had smoked wings because i'm keto wing of course and also i got a chance to speak with some of the shooters from meford hey dave you remember bud from meford mm, i had a couple hundred people like all over me asking me questions about where things were. So I don't remember Bud now. 
Okay. Well, Bud's been there every year. So, and he's also from oh. Kingston. I met him one day at the range too. I didn't know he was from oh. Kingston. Oh. Anyways, so I had a chance to I check. I would probably know him to see him, or I would know him if I saw what his gun was. Yes, and yes, <laughs> both of them. So you would know him to see him. So I had a chance to chat, cool. chat with him for about, I don't know, hung out with him for about half an hour, 45 minutes, whatever. I also got in this. Uh, I just have to let you guys know, I've been placing orders, shopping for stuff online. And uh, by the way, all my packages have been delivered this week, except for one. And uh, yeah, they're leaving everything at the door and not ringing the doorbell. So uh, one of the things that came in was this. This is uh, the Bolt Action Coffee. And uh, the one that I got was Scopes Up. It is the medium roast and it's delightful. It smells delicious. It came yesterday. It's uh, put out by Call Sign 66. They roast it and all the proceeds from it go to supporting veterans. So it's awesome. You guys should go and buy some at Bolt Action coffee.com and as i said it's freshly roasted it just got roasted this week and i can smell it it smells really good uh the other thing that came in was the stuff that i'm wearing so colin noir he has uh some stuff for canada so i bought a hat it's a flat brim i'm not really sure if i like it because i don't have as big a head as i thought i did anyways so uh, the hat came in and also the t-shirt let me show you the t-shirt so it's keep it keep it tactical and it has a picture of canada on an ar-15 cool so, yeah it's really cool so if you have lots of money and it came in a week so that was the good thing but it our dollar sucks a little bit so yeah anyways i really like it and if you're looking to buy the sizes they're two to size so just saying i also ordered a mag release from delasp because that's the only place that I had them for a 1022 so that's my father's father's day present so and what else um oh yeah i went skeet shooting again on wednesday night so wednesday night is going to be my skeet night with kelly and kyle kincaid so as cool. i said Ke kelly and i do everything together so wednesday nights we're gonna go out i also this week sucked like it was bad last week i i was able to hit 15 out of 25 clays right this week not so good so i also signed up for there's going to be lessons on july 4th so i signed up for that they were free they're giving them out at the club to club members i'm going count me in and then i also have some lessons next week with the club president as well because i really prefer to hit clays as opposed to miss them so yeah that's what's gonna have be happening so you I'm gonna could go wait ahead. until they land and use a rifle <laughs> yeah so yeah the guy that was yeah he says you're a rifle shooter aren't you and i said well yes, i am <laughs> because i can i can hit i can hit anything that is coming towards me so from uh station one station eight station seven i can hit them no problem whatsoever but when it's you're at station three and four and five, it's a little, it's, you know, it's a little more difficult. And the reason is because I have to, I have to hit with such a lead, right? And I'm not able to tell what the lead is or so basically two feet. Well, what's two feet when you really think about it from 
you know, anyways. Ducks. So I, you, need to, you need to measure in how many ducks forward it has to be. And then just swing through. Yeah. Right. You need to get an old Nintendo and just practice with Duck Hunt. Mm. What I'm going to do this week is I'm going to actually practice with my thumb and, tra- and tracking. And that's what you I'm going to do. You won't be able to knock the clay down like that. I know, but I'll be able to follow <laughs> oh, a little bit okay. more. I have to also... Uh, okay. I have to follow through too. I have to practice following through because uh-huh. I don't really. Again, I'm a rifle shooter, right? So, anyways, well, if I had a rifle too, <laughs> just different follow through. Yeah, different. I have a lot of fun <laughs> with that. So, it's it's going to be a regular thing on Wednesday. So at least one thing with shooting, I'm going to be able to get to you because it's on a weeknight and yeah. So, anyways, nice. that's it for me. What about you, Dave? I I pulled up some show notes. Uh, hold on. Oh, there we go. Um, I did uh, gardening, mostly gardening. I took a couple days off my regular job and worked at my secondary job and then worked around the house, did some gardening, washed the house, did doing all the spring stuff. I uh, refurbished a Mac Pro tower from 2008 that was thrown out of my store. So I managed to get it up and running, replaced a few parts. So I have a free Mac Pro. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a crappy old one. Won't run much, but um, I don't know Macs that well. So I decided I should learn Macs a little more and I like playing with old computers and it was free. So what the hell? I refurbish old computers as one of my other hobbies. So I have a, an entire stack which you may not be able to see. This is all. This is all old computers everywhere. All yeah. Stuff. yeah, that would drive yeah. me insane. Well, I have to clean up my room. I have five monitors sitting just outside the door. <laughs> so <laughs> I have. I may have a problem, um, but most of it was free or cheap. So what the hell? And I like old machines. Uh, cleaned a few pistols uh, with guns. I looked longingly at my reloading stuff that's buried behind old computers and didn't do any reloading. I sorted some ammo and realized that I haven't actually reloaded since 2009. So I need to. Wow. That's yeah, almost as old as that computer. I, yeah, 2007. <laughs> <laughs> I've got... Uh, I've got Pounds and pounds and pounds of powder and thousands and thousands of bullets. And I no, have, no, the RCMP is listening. No, you don't. I, I don't care. I sold it all last day. <laughs> I have totes of brass that I've picked up off the range. Like I've got probably 5,000 rounds of 556 and 223. Unprocessed, obviously. Unprocessed, yeah. It's just yeah. sitting in bins. You know, you can so, actually just sell that for cheap, right? Yeah, and I might, and then I might do what was the black weasel or whatever? What the heck was that ammo that uh, that the uh, the already prepped brass that uh, Trevor was? Was it blackout or hammer or uh, black sheep brass? Yeah, that's the guys. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I bet you I could probably get that from Denis too, couldn't I? Mm, not yet. <laughs> Working on no. it. <laughs> okay. Well, let me know when you can get it, and maybe I'll order some. So I may get rid of this brass because brass <laughs> prep I sucks. I hate it. So, um, what else did I do? That was about it. Looked loggingly at assorted guns, um, wondered which of my guns were prohibited today, and wondered which of my bolt-action rifles were AR-15s, according to the RCMP. <laughs> well, that's why Denise on the show. Exactly. He'll help us figure it out. And that's it. Adriel? Uh, let's see. So, I got some ammo in. I got a whole bunch of these guys in here. This uh, oh, yeah. Federal 200 round packs. Uh, these are uh, 
aluminum, 115 grain. They're very light. I like that they come in 200 packs because for a three-gun match, you need right around 200 rounds. So to grab one of these, throw it in, in one of my bins and, and roll out, that's kind of convenient. Um, How much? Cool. You bought that on the show, not last yep. week, but the week before. How much did it cost for the 200? Uh, 2,000. I got 2, okay, 000. so so you got two thousand. Uh, yeah. So how much it cost for the two thousand? Then we'll do the math. Three ninety nine. Oh, jeez, oh, that's, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah, it's quite good. Two hundred bucks yeah. for a thousand. That's 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 you can't decent. reload it, but who cares? It's pistol. Whatever. I just I just can't be bothered. Like if if it's two hundred dollars per thousand, I just can't be bothered to reload. It's just yeah. clean the brass and blah 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 and size them and gauge them or or or. Just get a bunch of this garbage and don't worry about it. Shoot it. And a, you're, mm-hmm. you said you're going to be using it on the CZ, right? And it should be I've able tested to... that in the CZ and it runs fine. Yeah, it'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. It's good. I... Aluminum extracts okay? Nothing not coated yeah. with anything weird? Uh, they recommend against it, but I've, I've run like hundreds of rounds through mine and it's been fine. I keep the chamber clean because if the chamber is like a little bit uh, gritty, uh, aluminum doesn't extract as nicely as brass. Mm. Uh, okay. Some PCCs really don't like aluminum. But this has been fine. Um, according to the stats on the back, it should make power factor, but barely for for nine millimeters. So I don't know Perfect. if I really care. I'll uh, I'll test it or I'll run like I've got one twenty four and one forty seven and all sorts of other stuff for matches. So I could always mm-hmm. do that. Um, I got I got so uh, on the last show I showed off the uh, Winchester Wildcat. Um, yep. I actually got deeper into it, and I saw a couple things that were kind of interesting that I, I missed the first time around because there's a lot that's very different about this rifle. One, uh, sling studs. It's got them. There's oh, yeah, one at does. the back. It's molded in. Yep. Where's the one at the front? Uh, it's got this little cover thing here, and if you pull this uh, this cover off. You get a set. You get a, a sling stud and a little it, tiny section of pick rail. Yeah, because yeah. why? Why? Well, for a bipod or a sling. Okay, bipod. Yeah. yeah. Or okay. So, how flimsy is the studs? Like, really? The one at the uh, back is particular. I don't think they would take. Well, I don't know. It looks well protected. It's, They're both well protected. Yeah. So. I think it'll be okay. Like normally the front sling stud, if you put a, a bipod, a sling stud style bipod on the plastic front swivel, those break. Yeah. But this is pick rail on the front. So use the pick rail. You're not going to snap that. Um, so yeah, kind of a, kind of an interesting thing. The other thing I didn't notice was how much plastic is on this thing. Oh. Uh, One big piece. You would be hard pressed to find steel right now. Okay, barrel, yes. Okay, the barrel. Uh, this pick rail, this receiver, it's plastic. It's all. Is plastic. it really? Plastic, plastic. plastic. How, did, how do they mount oh. the barrel into the uh, into the receiver? Uh, that's a good question. One that's uh, worried me, but I haven't looked at it. So, <laughs> like, there's there's the barrel sticking out there. It's in the plastic somehow. I got, I would be willing to bet that huh. uh, that screw there has got like a, a block of some kind there. Um, which is kind of interesting. And then on the uh, the trigger group, kind of reminded me of, uh, and it hasn't been that long, but the, you know that Norinco uh, knockoff of the Browning SA-22? This is mm-hmm. really reminiscent of that. It's, it's all together in one shot, and it's got it's, uh, recoil oh. spring, and the striker is right there as well. It's all just kind of like in the uh, in the setup right here. With, that was kind of interesting. You can, uh, you can get a better look at the... Uh, 
uh, bolt hold open right there. That's where the uh, that little metal dealy there is pushing mm. up on this lever, which then locks the bolt to the rear. Um, and then the other interesting thing, look at that, it comes with the Allen key. Two, two, two Allen keys are like built into huh. the trigger group. So if you need to like take it apart, the tools are in the gun. That's so neat. That's pretty cool. That's so neat. So, so mm-hmm. you haven't had a chance to shoot it yet. You didn't go shooting this weekend. I don't think the accuracy is going to be very good. No. And the reason why I don't think the accuracy, like that, there's your accuracy right there. It's it's all in the trigger group, and that little bit there has to be consistent in how it holds in. And the trigger group moves just a little bit. And if the trigger group mm-hmm. moves just a little bit, the bolt can move just a little mm-hmm. bit when it's inside the gun. So I don't think it's going to be like fantastic. But that's okay. Like, I, I don't think all guns need to have like the best accuracy possible. I think there is room for lightweight gun that's good enough on accuracy. So, uh, kind of interesting. Some stuff like that I, <laughs> it took me a while to see before it was like, oh, that's how that's working. Oh, that's how that's working. Did you oh, read the manual? No. <laughs> no. No, I didn't read the manual. <laughs> Fine, I, I, I like to figure it out on, on my own. Uh, okay. Over time, that's, how you, end, uh, that's how you end up in in five years. You're looking at the gun. You're like, oh, hey, I never noticed that a little bit, <laughs> which has happened to me before. Uh, I must admit, how does that thing work? I wonder but, how uh, my car is like that. Once in a while, I'll see something new in my car, and I'm like, oh, when did that get put in? <laughs> is this net like? Did you see that flip in here though? Cool. It just flip, but good chunk done all back together, but. There is just a little bit of wobble there. And again, that's connected to the bolt and that bolt isn't huh. affixed to the barrel in it or the, even the gun in any other way. So if it wobbles there a little bit. There's How a much wobble there. was there? Like you put in the magazine mm-hmm. last week. How much wobble was there compared to, you also put the 1022 magazine in there too. Yep. Was there a little bit of play with that as well? Not in the magazine. The magazine is very firmly in there. Like when you okay. take the, pla- the the trigger group off and you take a look at uh, this red plastic thing, it is just a very flimsy U around here. It's okay in the gun, but like that part is not a very beefy part. And like back here is not very beefy either. There's a tiny little wire there. It's like there's some parts on here where, where I was like, oh, like if I had to get like a survival rifle, I don't, this would not be it. But, um, so it's if I take rifle. if I take that to the range and give it to somebody, or I use it myself, and chances mm-hmm. are I will break it with probably the first or second shot because that's what I do to rifles. <laughs> um, <laughs> if they're flimsy, so how easy is it to replace some of those parts? Oh, they're they're all right there. Like just, okay. just because it, it comes part. out, they're and all they're how, all right there. And I how don't readily know. available are they though? not readily available because this, this rifle is like very new. You can't even really find the mags in, in, in many places, right? Because the mags right. are... And that's why uh, people are, are using the 1022 mags. Well, and because they probably have a pile of them. Like I have a pile exactly. of 1022 mags. Yep. Yeah. So Good design. What uh, What is that thing worth, Adriel? 300 bucks through a nine. Yeah. I got so this thing basically for. Basically, if it gets dirty, you throw it in the garbage and you buy a new one anyway. Maybe. Uh, so I, 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 what I need to do is get out to the range, shoot it a lot, and see what kind of accuracy I get, I get out of it. Um, I would be worried that if I move things around or change the torsion on it, uh, uh, that uh, trigger group might move, and I might see like a, a different point of impact um, for the first shot, for example. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe this is all for. Maybe I'm just worrying for nothing. I'm not worrying. I'm just yeah. 
thinking. Given how much plastic is in it, I will be very interested to see how it is after like 5,000 rounds. Well, like I think it would be like 5,000 rounds. And like if you were to uh, go out hunting in minus 20 weather and get like rammy with the magazine and start ramming it in there, like would that break something that in, inside there? Um, or if you get a jam and you start like ripping on it, like would that break something? I think th- like those are the situations that are very hard to do like or, or test for that mm-hmm. um, just based off the design, this might not do as well as a Ruger. But uh, again, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. The, the, just, just the design stuff in it is super, super interesting though. Like the, the, uh, like the stuff that I couldn't even see last week uh, before I even mentioned it. Oh, and, and um, this is a Turk. This is a Turk gun. This is made in uh, oh, Shiloh. Well, what's, what's the company name? Sila. S-I-L-A-A-H. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. Which is like yeah. a, a pretty well-known shotgun manufacturer, right? So yep. it's kind of interesting. I wonder if if Winchester is like okay, like threw all these like weird features at him and like okay, go make that thing now. Or you can go and get a Bagara and get it like made in metal, and nothing will break, and you're good is to go. Bagara three hundred dollars. No, it's nine hundred. But mm. <laughs> <laughs> or you could go buy three of these things, and like this one doesn't work. <laughs> just, have a, just have a brace of them, just in case. Just strap them all to your back, like you're like you're in some sort of an adventure game. <laughs> yeah. And then I uh, got some maple seeds coming up this weekend. First maple seeds Yay. of the year. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. good. It's gonna be good. Getting all the stuff prepped up. Got a whole bunch of ITs going out. So should uh, and the weather looks like it might cooperate. I know. I feel like I'm jinxing this just by saying it. Yes, you are. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, Denis, what have you been up to in uh, guns this week? Uh, this week, I've been really busy at the shop. I've been uh, doing a lot of uh, paperwork, accounting, <laughs> uh, inventory, all that nice stuff. Uh, we got a new POS system installed at the shop, so now we don't want to have to do paper handwritten invoices so it's all on our new system so just setting up the new system was a lot of work so that's pretty much what I've been up to in the last week uh, two weeks ago I went bear hunting um, and got How'd a nice that go? good got a nice one uh, well same uh, Trevor and Galen got one we all we all got it on the same night that uh, was two <laughs> nice. weeks ago yeah um, but 200 pounds so yeah nice bear good and then uh this week was our fifth anniversary so the shop uh opened uh, july 16th uh, 2015 so it's been five years in business so that's and we got our new yeah thank you (laughs) and we get our yeah our new pos system installed on the same day so yeah um a good milestone for a small business congrats yep yeah yeah it's been uh, (laughs) a lot of work but uh, yeah, worth it. Um, so then, after all the, that paperwork and inventory stuff, finally got back into doing actual work, actual gun spending today. I seracoded a scope. I had a um, customer bring me a Browning uh, Els Canyon. So it's uh, seracoded uh, burnt bronze from the factory. And mm-hmm. he wanted the uh, scope to uh, match it. To, well, I have it right here. Uh, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. So, yeah, circled nice. the scope in burnt bronze to match the, the rifle. Nice. Yep. yep. So, I like now, that yes. burnt bronze. 
Oh, it's it's a really nice color, yeah. I love yeah. it too. Yeah. So now that uh, I'm finally back to doing gunsmithing work, so I've been so I haven't done much in the past few weeks. So now we got a lot of work to do. So <laughs> I'll be busy probably for nonstop for the next month or so. So, yep. Wow. Awesome. Mm, very yeah, nice. That's about it. <laughs> cool. Uh, let's get into upcoming events. Upcoming events is sponsored by Telos Alpha. Telos Alpha is a Canadian digital agency that works exclusively in the firearms vertical. They help with business processes, strategic planning, websites, e-commerce, and battling the stigma that the industry carries with banks, merchant processors, and social media. Oh, I just heard whose payment processor just went down. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I didn't put it in the news. Someone just mentioned that that, it, that their long-term payment processor had just ditched them because they because are a gun shop. Gun. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so no global, global payments, I believe. Global payments. Yeah, that's a big one. I'm pretty sure it was global payment, and that's who I use at my store actually. So I need to do some research on that because if that is true, goodbye. Using them for twenty years, and they're gone. That's yeah, that's the true. appropriate uh, response, I think. Yep. Uh, they shall receive a letter indicating exactly why they were fired. Yeah. Uh, TLS Alpha's mission statement is empower and enable our clients to grow, thrive, and ascend to their maximum contribution in the firearms industry. Underscores everything they do. They are firearms enthusiasts and understand firearms culture. They hold webinars to help firearms businesses get the edge and succeed and are involved in the industry at all levels. They're committed to the six, six, six success and growth of the firearms community, <laughs> culture, and lifestyle in Canada and the United States. Learn more at telosalpha.com. Nice. I think I'll contact them. <laughs> yeah. That's why I asked to put in your POS system. Okay. Yeah. Upcoming events. Right. Uh, Kelly, do you want to take this one? Okay, so the fifth annual Ronnie DeGroote Memorial Steel Challenge is happening on July 4th. It's USPSA Steel Challenge rules and stages. There's going to be seven stages. There's going to be seven squads of 10. Trevor's already uh, talked about that. You'll be getting emails about who you're squatted with, what your times are, what station you're going to be going to so that you can do the whole social distancing stuff. It's going to cost you $25. There's I don't know how many spots are available. It says 50 here, but I'm sure that those are, that's gone down. So you can go to practicescore.com and fifth annual Ronnie DeGroote um, Memorial Still Challenge and check it out and you can register for it there. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, onto the news. Uh, I think one of you guys put in like all the donations. I did. Oh, yeah, I like it. Cause like, I don't know, like I probably missed some of these, right? So there's been a bunch yeah, of, there's been a bunch. Yeah. Do you want to go through these? Okay, so I just want to let you guys know about a couple of things prior to that. Bullseye London has now opened up their new store, and they are now called Bullseye North. And they are a shooting superstore. Just wanted to say congratulations to them because, they, this reminds me, because Bullseye actually and their customer base donated $7,000 to the CCFR. I'm going to go through this, and it, I'm just going to give you who it is and mm -hmm. the numbers as well. SFRC. They donated $4,000. One of our listeners, Chris Titchler, he had a uh, CRPS event at Warren Fields. He did a donate. He went around and asked for donation. He collected $300 for the CCFR and sent it to cool. them. That's from this past weekend. Nice. 
Yeah. Medicine Hat, Rifle, and Revolver, $500. Regina Wildlife Federation, one of the federations, $10,000 donation. Bruce Peninsula Sportsman Association was $2,000. Calgary Rifle and Pistol Club was $500. Guelph Rod and Gun Club. We know some people who actually belong to that club. It's $10,000 they donated. Nova Scotia Rifle Association was $1,850. I thought that was a great amount. Um, Creston Valley Rod and Gun Club, Dante Sports, Moose Creek Wildlife Federation, they all donated $500. Melville Road Gun Club donated $750. Ipsic, New Brunswick, congratulations to them. They're challenging, I think, other Ipsic um, associations. They donated $2,000. The Atlantic Marksmanship, uh, Marksman Association, uh, it, that's out in um, Melville? No, it's the Atlantic Marksman. Oh, sorry. I did, I, yeah, it's in Nova Scotia. It's at Dartmouth. Uh, they donated $2,000. Wolverine Supplies. Okay, okay. so Wolverine Supplies is part of the whole challenge, but they're also donating towards the challenge, so they donated <laughs> $2,500. Prairie Gun Traders, $1,000 are sponsor of the show calgary shooting center they donated five thousand dollars recreational firearms community <coughs> saskatchewan donated five thousand regina association of practical shooters two thousand ipsic canada two thousand new brunswick reloaders club and this is a facebook page they donated nine hundred dollars ckg which is a canadian knife and gear uh company they donated six thousand abbotsford fishing game 5,000 Lone Butte Fish and Game was $1,145, as well as Vernon Fish and Game Club donated $2,500. And that's all been posted on the CCFR page in the past two days. That's awesome. So that is fantastic. So we're just challenging any of those federations, associations, ranges, individuals, companies to donate as well. So thanks, everybody. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. It's going to be an expensive, long fight, so everybody can chip in a couple bucks, send a couple bucks to the CCFR, whatever you got. Uh, next up, Wolverine won't Supplies. I uh, won't need all those boxes of ammo if you don't have a gun. No, right. and you don't need a, a IPSC if everyone, if there's a municipal handgun ban and all the big cities are uh, are keeping all their, their handguns out, right? Uh, Wolverine mm-hmm. Supplies is doing a video challenge on training vills, uh, drills called TACFIT. Mm-hmm. Kind of a neat idea. It lets people try uh, social distancing and try a, a shooting drill. So the idea here is they put up a, a video that shows like a course of fire and uh, you go do the course of fire and uh, I don't know, get get in shape. Not a bad yeah. idea for, for us right now. When So Wolverine Supplies is doing uh, also um, Sear 64 Rifle Craft. They were doing um, it as well. Mm -hmm. And they've posted on their website or their Facebook page. Um, Who else has been doing it? I've seen a few of them doing it. There's there's, uh, something that you can do with the Calgary, or not Calgary, the uh, Canadian University Shooting Federation as well. You can Mm -hmm. go and shoot their targets. There's all kinds of stuff out there that you can get involved in and keep fit and shoot and yeah 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 cool idea love it fun yep nice and easy uh next uh saskatchewan is uh moving to ban cities and municipalities from banning handguns you can ban but saskatchewan will ban your ban (laughs) 
<laughs> they ban the ban of the ban. Right. I'm pretty sure Alberta and maybe even Ontario might do this at some point too, right? Well, I hope Ontario does because that would just infuriate Toronto. That'd be hilarious. Doug Ford is saying that he's considering it. Yeah, but I wrote him. <laughs> I don't know if that'll happen. It's Toronto. Saskatchewan's going to happen. Alberta's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, the idea here is anyway, so whatever. Yeah. The idea is that um, uh, municipalities are the purview of provinces. That's that's mm-hmm. how that thing works. So the feds yep. can't su- skip. They can't skip jump uh, uh, directly to the municipalities <laughs> and uh, start talking about whatever weirdness they're going to talk about, whether it be banning handguns entirely or central storage or whatever cockamamie idea they're going to. Yeah, because guess. With. Guess what else? Guess who funds those police departments that are going to be doing all this? And the provincial government actually helps fund this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, I think it makes sense to uh, to do that. Uh, I'll skip the next one here because we're gonna we're gonna mention this one in a minute, anyways. Yes. So I'm just gonna move the Duria one down. Um, and actually, one thing that uh, Trevor shared with us just before the show today was that uh, Kylan Langman has uh, got a peer-reviewed uh, article uh, published in a journal, which means something. So scientifically, uh, to have a peer-reviewed uh, published article means that uh, not only did you have some other people who know what they're doing look at your journal and say, yeah, this is, this is all accurate, uh, but it also published in a journal. Publishing generally comes with some uh, academic rigor as well. Right. Uh, this was on uh, the effect of Canada's uh, le- uh, gun control on homicide and suicide rates. Now, I mean, if you're uh, the part of the unwashed masses and you just look at the trend, you might be like, oh, it's going down. It worked. But what you wouldn't realize is that it was, it was going, going down, down all, for already. years. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's been going down since the 80s. Um, really, really around the 70s and 80s, there that was uh, that was really the peak of uh, of homicide in, in a lot of different areas, and uh, uh, it's been going down for even the U.S. The, U- the U.S. It saw a, a similar decline in in homicides Correct. over the same period with no uh, attributed uh, gun control in there. There um, was mm-hmm. there's some articles that were done and peer review studies done in Australia and New Zealand as well that found the same thing. Yeah, and I mean, uh, depending on who you ask, some people will say like, "Oh, more guns is uh, safer," and some people say less guns is safer. And the reality is boring. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. the The effect that it has, if you can find it, is um, not statistically insignificant, but very close to very close to statistically insignificant. Uh, I believe that Kylan found a, a statistically significant. Uh, connection between uh, suicides of older males and one of the age groups of females and availability of firearms, but not a reduction in morbidity, which means that the same amount of people died, they just hung themselves instead of shot themselves. That to me is always the very interesting thing when when people are talking about gun bans, they'll go, oh, we ban guns and look, there's a reduction in firearm suicides and declare victory. But did less people actually die? Oh, well, you know, that's not important. People didn't shoot themselves. Yeah, that was that's that's kind of an important thing. That's typically the numbers that when people quote numbers from Australia, that's typically what they'll do is they'll they'll quote a reduction in firearms homicide. 
but actual homicides, yeah, the the effect on actual wasn't wasn't homicides are going up that are related to knives or machetes or bots or and not uh, you they like despite the fact that guns are more deadly than knives and all and and hanging yourself and all that kind of stuff they are. Um, no reduction in morbidity, no statistically significant reduction in morbidity on suicides or homicides in Canada for the last 40 years. Let's link in yep. when Kalen's here, because I think he's going to be coming on. I would like to also look at drugs and the effects of drugs and overdoses. With oh, everything, family. like everything else that was, was, was yeah, uh, like the, the problem with gun control is that um, when you try to tease out the impact of it, it's so hard. You have to like yeah. you have to apply some really heavy duty statistical uh, analysis to pull out the effect if you can find it. Because usually, what happens is other things take pre- take precedence: employment rates, drug use, all these COVID. other societal Poverty. issues. COVID. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. COVID's driving some people nuts. It, it is. Of yeah. course. And I'll talk to people and it's interesting because I'll have people say, oh, well, this just, just makes sense that you'd have less guns, you'd have less people dying. But I'm like, but why does that make sense? Like, that's well, like saying if we ban hockey be. sticks or knives. I mean, it's not actual common sense. It Like, to, to a layman, it would. Um, if yeah. you would say that this many homicides are guns, okay, we'll ban guns and then we get rid of that number of homicides. Well, no, you won't. Oh, why not? Oh, well, because they'll find other means. Like if you ban, if you, if you ban all handguns in Canada right now, uh, ban all handguns. Um, if in Toronto, 80% of handguns being used by criminals are smuggled across the border, that doesn't even mean you get a 20% reduction. It means you likely get uh, five less because the, the replacement uh, ability for criminals to get their guns from smuggled means is just so high. You won't get that full 20%. Most people will think, oh yeah, we ban handguns, we get rid of handgun kill, uh, murders, but you would, no. be, you would be lucky to see a 5% impact on handgun homicides in Canada. If you banned all of them, you'd be lucky to get that. I don't, yeah, I don't think you'd even see that. You'd just see a few more, maybe, maybe, maybe some more knife killings or baseball bats. Or you definitely would. You, def- you definitely would see uh, more of those. You'd also see more just smuggled handguns being used. Yes, yeah. those. Those. Exactly. That is you the create, method that You're creating right more now. of a market for it. And by the way, people who actually buy the smuggled handguns, they're not going to be one turning them in. Two. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they'll continue using them, and they'll be buying more. Yeah. Yeah, anyways, it's a, it's a really interesting study, uh, uh, and we will post it up on our Facebook because uh, if you're into stats, you're into nerd stuff, uh, it's good. It's, it's got all that stuff in there. Just dig into it. <laughs> Hopefully, Kayla will come on and, and talk about it. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah uh, cool. I would love for him to come on because that's uh, – it's um, – I like the – uh, dispassionate view that it is, and I like the uh, because it's like uh, on this topic, if you find if you find someone who's willing to study it, usually they're biased all the heck. So to yeah. find someone that says like ah, we looked at all this, 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 and this, and it's not pro or con doesn't matter, it just doesn't have an effect, and that's uh, that's a dispassionate uh, response to uh, to analyzing it. Well, it's it an analytical response, yes, as opposed to an emotional response. 
which both pro and anti-gunners would have when, Absolutely. when they start looking oh, at huge. the stats. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People have a conclusion, and then they find the proof to work yeah. towards their conclusion. So here's Correct. what we decided, and here's all the evidence, and we'll just discard all that other stuff that's crap because it doesn't line up with our uh, with our viewpoint. Yeah. Said the people who oh. think the world is flat. <laughs> And what? Still do. What do you mean? I mean the world's not. You flat. still do, Adriel. I heard the sun's flat now. Yeah. Oh jeez. Well, obviously the world's <laughs> flat. You live in Alberta, jackass. I mean, <laughs> you can see most of the way to Ontario with a pair of binoculars. No. <laughs> Saskatchewan, that's yeah. flat. Yeah. Alberta, it's got mountains. So. Mm. I mean, flat. out at the west yeah, end, true. they're just yeah. flat anyway. It's just anyway. optical illusion. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, new gun stuff. Uh, Range View Sports has the Savage 64F for 159. That's pretty cheap. Yep. Uh, uh, Wolverine Guns and Tackle is pulling their support from Ducks Unlimited. I thought that was kind of interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, and let them know why. Uh, ATR. Oh, there we go. ATRS. ATRS just had their payment processor go anti-gun, so they're down to cash, check, or EMT at the moment. Uh, they might have already gotten their new payment processor going. I'm not sure. And go and support um, them. Yeah. Delask has a new Ruger 1022 extended it's mag release. And bolt hold open. And that's mm-hmm. the kind of interesting. I'm going to show this thing on screen just so that, yes. uh, so that people can see it. So we've seen these, these before, these extended mag releases. We haven't yep. seen that little doohickey over there. Because usually when you put this thing on, it like blocks. Like It's, it's kind of hard to get to the bolt release. And now... Yep. They put a big honker on there, and it's way easier to hit it. Yep. Very interesting. It and is I think their their price was like pretty much comparable with other extended mag releases. Fifty nine. Yeah, it was fifty nine. Yep. So, so good. Or you can take the whole package out and just drop in a new trigger package, and it'll cost you three fifty or four hundred dollars. Oh, money bags over there. I asked now. <laughs> this whole so gun was three hundred. What are you talking about? A whole trigger pack for three fifty. Miss Trigger Snob. <laughs> <laughs> I am actually thinking of putting a new a new trigger group into my ten twenty two for this year because I mounted a fancy scope on it that I got cheap. So we will we will need to talk about triggers because after I shot one with I shot a a ten twenty two with a nice trigger in it and I'm like oh now that's yeah. what we were talking about. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> we had, it's a hobo I had, trigger. I had a like two hour conversation with somebody about triggers for 1022. So we were talking about the different ones and what they had and I had the kid two stage and, and we're gone. And people were asking for recommendations. So we gave them a recommendation. Here's the pores, what you do, and here's actually what you do if you you buy one that's going to be four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars more than the actual ten twenty two, but I think that's called pay to win. Pay to win at Maple Seed. Yes. Yeah, you get that better yeah. trigger. Boom! Instant rifleman. Yes, right? of course. Yeah, yeah. you don't go buy it from Cabela's <laughs> using our link. Yeah. Denis, do you have uh, do you have any sweet ten twenty two triggers there, or sweet sweet twenty uh, twos that have awesome triggers? Not in stock. No, I have a few ten twenty twos on order. I don't have any left right now. I'll get some next week. Um, no triggers in stock though. I'll have to look into that. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, they're they're pretty pricey, so I imagine the margin on them is quite high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the buyer uh, is willing to to spend uh, a little bit more. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so, what you want to do with that? 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, like having having a good trigger on a match uh, rifle or one that you use on small game, like a, a good trigger mm-hmm. on a gopher gun makes a big difference. You bet. More hits. Yeah. Why don't we get on to our main topic? So for our main topic, uh, we've got Denis here, and Denis has access to the FRT. and is able to like look through it and see what's going on. Uh, one thing that happened since last week is that uh, this Duria Mark 12, which I hear is, a, is an AR-15 uh, um, rifle, um, that was banned. Yeah, it's, a, it's about as much of an AR-15 yeah. as my Mazen is, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, Denis? Yes. Is that a... What's that behind you? Oh, no, that's a... Okay. Um, I, I, we were talking about it before we came, we came on. Yep. And uh, I asked you if you received any notification with respect to the Daria now becoming ProHab. No, not did, at all. Yeah, how did you find out about it? Uh, on Facebook. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> uh, uh, any gun that's been added to the list since May 1st, we haven't had any notifications. I've all seen it on social media. Yeah. How are they uh, supposed to notify you? Are they supposed to notify you? Are you supposed I to don't know. Yes. I mean, I, I do have access to the live FRT, but that's a database with millions of, of guns in there. So I'm not going to go through all that info every day just to see what's new. So, but You don't do an really? FRT check on the way out as, as you're selling again. Wait, wait, wait. Let me see if this has become prohib in the last like five <laughs> minutes or so. I don't know. Yeah. No, no. no. Not a business you'd, process? You'd think since it's a database, they just have a query that would pop up anything that's changed in just do nope. a search. What's new in the last two weeks or five weeks or a month or whatever, you know, being a database. I think nope. that would um, show their hand a little bit too yeah. clearly. So there's all kinds of different uh, databases. The FRT, you have the verifier, which is a live one. We're yes. still, we still get messages. We were getting messages yesterday when we were talking about you coming on to do the show and people were saying, well, where can I get a, you know, a live version of this? Where can I as, you know, somebody from the public, <clears throat> yeah. you can't. No, so, you can't. Right. So you're a, vir- a verifier. Yes. As a gunsmith, you yeah. you have the ability to check, and it's supposed to be live. So, but well, how are people how the, are people supposed to know if even the uh, even the business verifier is not up to date? Correct. Because uh, at first, um, I was getting messages so like a. Uh, uh, the further when they buried the uh, typhoon, when they uh, yeah, when they banned the typhoon, I was getting messages and I was looking up the FRT and I was like, no, no, it still shows it's non restricted. Mm-hmm. But because I was looking up the business FRT, and uh, then I applied to have access to the uh, verifier FRT, which only took about a week to get my login, and then I had access to it. I never even realized that there were two FRT, two FRT database. And even for my verify work, I was always using the business one. I thought it was the same thing, but no, there's the yep. business, the verifier, and then there's the public one, which has even less info. And it's a PDF. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thanks for that yeah. PDF. This 100,000 page PDF. Most they computers won't even load it. They did do an updated version of the public one relatively recently. Yeah, a couple of days ago. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Denny, do you want to do you want to log into the FRT and check the Daria and see what it actually says now? Yep, I'm logged in. Uh, so, 
Uh, do you want me to share my screen or? Yeah, yeah I think did we, so. Did yeah, we figure yeah. that out? Uh, I, I make you time. the host. Okay. And then you have ultimate control now. Okay. Uh, Look at me. <laughs> I'm I am the captain. captain. <laughs> Where do I go to? Adriel, I'm right so I'm still yeah. gonna break that. If I'm going out to see you, yeah, I'll break out. I oh, love it. Love for you to break sure. it. And... Don't give her a plastic gun. <laughs> Just like even the the bolt release on the side here, like it is a thin piece of plastic. It's a little tiny little loop, and like it works. You can push it down, and and it works. But if it was cold or something like that, yeah. So just leave it up there and put in your passwords and let us see it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm already locked in. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Awesome. Okay. So if I go to so Daria, Daria Arms, MK12. One day you'll just log into the FRT and there'll just be a thing at the front that says everything's banned. You don't need to go any further. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about no, that. No. So. It's uh, so prohibited. prohibited. Now, uh, I was looking that up earlier, and here's something very interesting. So when I click on the notes about that model, it says right here, uh, the design of this semi-automatic <laughs> box-fed shotgun resembles, but it's not a variant of the Air 15. Whoops, they, yeah. they forgot to put yeah, update that. that yeah. And <laughs> but if I click here to see the reason why it's uh, prohibited, well, it says it's a variant of an Air 15. <laughs> so this too should be screenshotted and capped and filed so that it can be used for the court case. So it's saying done. over yeah, right yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Right yeah, here. yeah, I did that already. Yeah. 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 So what, what, about it, the, what about the Mark 10? I was just going to ask that. 10, yeah, uh, let's check. I had a buddy who had one of the Mark 10s and then they upgraded. Like the Mark 10, uh, I saw it slam fire once or twice when just dropping the bolt on a on a uh, shell that was in the chamber. <laughs> but uh, non-restricted. Hey, non-restricted. Non okay, so if you hey. got a Mark 10, still good for three gun. I, I mean, what this has done to three gun, three gun was actually really interesting recently in, in the last couple of years because we've had the guys running the box-fed shotguns, and those are more competitive than yep. the tube-fed ones, which is actually a good mm -hmm. thing because here in Canada... Um, because of our restrictions, if we use U.S. style divisions, there's not a lot of difference. Like, oh, you get a you get a dot on your pistol; it's not a big deal for three gun because our pistol targets are like super close. On your rifle, uh, you can have two optics; that's not a huge advantage. And your sh on your shotgun, uh, even a red dot isn't a big advantage. But a box-fed magazine with ten round pump action shotgun magazines is a big advantage. So yeah. it's a very interesting. It, it made open. Or open, it made it made it so that there was a big distinction between those guys and the guys shooting tac ops and limited. And now with that gone, I guess they would go to the Mark Ten or, I believe there's some bullpup uh, Turkish shotguns that also take those mags. Yes, uh, and people will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think this will push people to Mark Tens, or do you think people will hold off because I of... think they're going to drop divisions. I think they're just going to drop down to like uh, Tac Ops or Limited because um, it's it's not like you lose the money, or because the, the government's apparently going to pay us back from at one point or another. But it, eventually, you're going to have like a safe full of guns that you can't use. So I think most people will drop to 
uh, semi tube fed or pump tube fed and run tack ops unlimited because the the advantage of a uh, of a uh, uh, again running an open is usually a shotgun. Hmm. What are the other uh, guns that people were wondering about? Somebody asked about oh, crap. I lost it. Where the hell is it? Something with a U. Use a con. Oh, use the use con. Oh, use con. Yes. Use con. I think that ZK one is 16. nailed. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. You mm-hmm. SK sixteen. Uh, Zulu Kilo sixteen. ZK. ZK sixteen. Oh, uh, with a dash in there. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, there is no 16. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> Very good. That was uh, Brandon. Brandon asked about that. So, uh, if, well, if I just pull up all the use gun yet, there's lots. They don't know about there it yet, is. Brandon. Hide it. So we already know that. So, yeah, all these. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Hmm. That's a lot of use cons. Yeah. There's no 16 on there, but there's a, there's a, yeah, there's a 17. 15, 17. Let's check. 17. Can you check the Daria MK20? Somebody wants to know as well. Yep. So what we do know is that there's been 20 uh, firearms added to the list in the past couple of days. So most of them are. Most of them were AR-10s. Yeah. The ones I saw, they're Air Tens. They added a whole schwack of like Mini Fourteen variants and that kind, of, and like really variants. They were Mini Fourteens with just different names on them. Um, not like the, you know, claiming the, the Duria is a. Now, I wonder if they're going to say it's an Air Ten variant. Not that it makes a difference, but that's that seems like one of the only outs that they have on this. Not that they need them. I don't. Gee. MK20. I don't know. They banned that stupid little plankster. Yeah. Again, that's as much of an AR-15 as my uh, as my uh, Mossad Nagant is. So whatever. Yeah. It, how does so? Question for you on this, Denis. If it's in yep. the FRT and it's prohibited, so some people were saying online that it's prohibited, but that's not actually the law. I actually saw that. I'm not sure. I mean, personally, not taking any chances and selling guns that are, I'm not selling guns that are, that shows as restricted in the FRT. But yeah, I've seen that too. So people saying that the FRT is not the law. So it's not, but um, I, I bet if you got pulled over with a Mark 12, you're going to catch a charge for it. You'll have to take it to court. So I don't see the MK20. So I wonder. I wonder how you. Does anybody know how you actually challenge this? Because clearly, all these new ones are they're bullshit. I mean, that's hundred percent. So how the hell do you challenge hundreds of of gun prohibitions just as being they're they're lying? Because obviously they're lying. How do you challenge that? Well, just like what the uh, what the CCFR is doing, they're 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 challenging it constitutionally. One reason is because it's a financial impact too. It's because we're, you know, we're being seen as people who are already committing an offense or set to commit an offense when it goes against so many of the different constitutional um, pieces themselves. So, but how can you choose it if it does? 
But is that the, so I guess if you can overturn the OIC, then they'd have to unrestrict everything that they have done as a result of, hey, it's a, it's an AR-15. Correct. But you also have to challenge. So for example, what we see here is the MK-12, the MK-12, where it says that it's not a, in one piece, it says it's not a a variant of the AR-15. And over here, it says it's a variant of the, it's been prohibited because it's a variant of the AR-15. So those are the things. Note to our RCMP firearms uh, people that are following us right now, um, you better go change that. Yeah, get on that, um, Andrew from uh, from the comments there. I can't find the Deria Mark Twenty uh, anywhere, yeah. so I'm not, I'm not sure what the real product name of that one is. Uh, but it's not okay. listed as the Mark. It's not listed as Mark Twenty. Okay, you know I can't find it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can't find it either. Because even if if I put a Deria. Uh, and go to 20 gauge, nothing pops up. So. Yeah, I was looking under the other ones, like the uh, uh, VR60 and that kind of thing, and I can't see a 20 yeah. gauge there. So I don't believe there's a Mark 12-ish uh, 20 gauge. Might be one of the one of the other tube-fed semis that they've got. Yeah, still listed on assorted uh, assorted uh, distributors' websites as non-restricted. The MK20. Does it have more information on on what what the product name is? Uh, that's what I'm looking for. It's got a SKU number. Um, yes, two model numbers. One is the MK-20. The other is the ES-101S. ES-101S. Yeah. I don't see anything for that. Nope. Mm-hmm. What was the other one? MK-20. MK-20, Mike Kilo-20. I don't see that either. So there might be like a, might be another name for it. Nope. What about the, uh, the Kodiak WK-180? WK-180C. And no unrestricted. Not unrestricted. Yeah. Still on the WK. Yeah. Which is the rifle du jour if you uh, if you shoot three gun or the ACR yeah. or one of those other ones. Yeah. ACR. Yeah, ACR. a lot of money. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> Somebody wondered about the X ninety five. Yep. Check. Funny, funny thing is about the bullpups, given how much the antis hate bullpups for no apparent reason, it's funny that those are the ones that'll probably be the hardest to say, oh, this is an AR-15. <laughs> yeah. Uh, non-restricted. Non-restricted. There is, well, there is a restricted version, but with a shorter barrel, but yeah. yeah. Non-restricted. For likely most of the ones in Canada here, they'll be non-restricted. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Type 81. Don't don't buy short barrel rifles. (laughs) Uh, The Type 81. Yeah, Type Space 81. Should be just... It's a full automatic... Uh, No, it's not. Uh, SA. Type 81 SA. If you search for 81 SA, it'll... Yeah, there it is. There. Here we go. 
Good to go. Non-restricted. Really ugly. Even even the the drunkards at the uh, the CFP like they look at that. They're like, ah, I don't think that's an AR-15. It's got wood on it. Looks weird. That is an AK-47. <laughs> Funny how the AK used to be the boogity-boo gun in the 80s, and now it's the AR, the one that survived the gun bans. Well, the thing is, like, none of it gets reversed, right? Like, nunchucks are still illegal. No. Shurikens are still illegal. Uh, like, some of those multi-part staffs and some of the other... Yeah, like, all this, like, ridiculous, like, ninja weapon stuff that... Probably was never like maybe nunchucks were using a crime. Maybe maybe someone in the eighties or seventies like whacked someone with a nunchuck at at morning one stars are prohibited, dude. Yeah. I was gonna go be a robber baron, but I can't because my <laughs> freaking morning star is prohibited. That is bullshit. <laughs> and the thing is, like that that was uh seventy nine. Those those things were all uh outlawed in seventy nine. No one ever reverses no one ever reverses no. this garbage that just stays in. I think the problem is back then, you go back and you read the stuff about knives and assorted weapons, and I, I think that the people at the time that were banning all this stuff watch way too many 1960s um, you know, biker Rumble gang movies? Rumble, Rumble movies yeah. and ninja movies. Yeah, they watched that uh, Warriors movie where there's the roving gangs. Oh, that, come uh, on, that sing. was a good movie. They all have different jackets. <laughs> They're like, on. whoa, whoa, whoa. Anything these guys have that looks kind of dangerous, we've got to ban Well, the baseball bats we keep, I guess, but... <laughs> I had a I had a coworker I used I used to work with, and he was from the Philippines. So apparently, the ball song is like a, a butterfly knife is like a big thing down there. It's like just it's like martial arts up here. Yeah, just yeah. Mm-hmm. do for yeah. fun. And uh, I'm talking to him one day, and he's like, "Yeah, I went and picked one up. You know, I'm going to practice with it a little bit." I'm like, "Don't let no. anybody see that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just a bad idea, dude. Don't post that on Facebook." Hey, Denise, while we're talking, can you look up the USCON TR100 for uh, our friend Doug Roddenbush? Yeah. There is a TR100. Non-restricted. Yeah. There you go, Doug. How about the FD12? What the heck is an FD12? I don't even know that one. FD12? Yeah, Foxtrot Delta 12. Oh, Doug, that that thing's toast, man. That that oh, that's tier, the, uh, the tier uh, 100. That's a matter of time, man. Just a matter of time. It's got a carry handle, and it's black. It's toast. That's an AR-15 variant for sure. Carry handle equals AR-15. Yeah, nope. yeah. It's got a carry <laughs> handle. It's a it's a real crappy carry handle, but it's got a carry handle. No, nothing that shows up for the FD12. Uh, what's the okay. FD12? Which one is that again? I don't know. Nothing pops up. Is that the uh, bull pup? Uh, it's all one. It's gauge? a hurricane. Hurricane FD12. You might try oh, hurricane. hurricane. Yeah. Uh, hurricane FD12. There we go. So it's kind of true. Like we did this a couple of weeks ago, and the Daria was fine. And then, as we say, you know, the mm-hmm. RCMP were listening, and now it's this. So, anything else that we want to put on this lookup <laughs> oh, tonight? Yeah. And we'll Essentially, everyone, in weeks. everyone in the comments asking questions. This entire thing is your fault. The CCFR is adding <laughs> you to the lawsuit. No, like, <laughs> you know, if, if they didn't have an FRT, maybe. But look at what we're doing. We're looking up the database that they made. They made this database. There are pictures in this database. They could just start. They could put some flunky, uh, uh, fresh out of college person and say, go look up all of these things, and they'd be done it in a uh, couple weeks. Well, I think they they actually 
I th- I think they actually do put somebody in charge that is not gun literate. And the reason is because some of the pictures that they attach aren't the right pictures. Some of the stuff yeah. that they say about yeah. the firearm is not even anywhere near what the firearm is. So I think, the, um, yeah. The, uh, back in the day, the NFA had an interesting uh, bit where they were talking about just the number of sheer mistakes that are present in the firearms registry. And it was uh, pretty stunning. Just mm-hmm. how inaccurate the whole thing is. Even the handgun registry. I mean, we've had it since nineteen what nineteen thirty four. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's garbage. Yeah, I had a, I had a buddy who whose grandfather died, like in the eighties. They never came looking for his pistol. Hmm. I ended up with it uh, about two years ago. <laughs> they never <laughs> came looking for it, sitting in a dress dre- in a dresser drawer for hmm. thirty years, <laughs> right? Vince has a comment on the stream here. I numb-chucked my nuts back in the late 70s. <laughs> but I was cool. That's a real risk of nunchucks. Okay. <laughs> Getting yourself in the nuts. Yep. So for those, of, around the back. for those of us who were around in the 70s and the 80s, remember when we were a kid and we had those clackers? Those were the real dangerous things. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, so nunchucks clackers clackers where that was at and same with the lawn darts i actually uh, if you're a real stupid kid then yeah i guess the lawn darts are or if you throw them at Let's each play other catch i never threw it at each at my brother but i did hit him with one <laughs> <laughs> by the way don't let me play and also don't let me play um the horseshoe, horseshoes mm. i also put one of those through a window of a car so <laughs> Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Pretty deadly. Those horseshoes are deadly, but still allowed. Those are all allowed. Horseshoes are allowed. Clockers are still allowed. The darts, the lawn darts got got banned. Oh, well, they got those little weights on the bottom that are round. Those aren't, it's not fun anymore. Nobody wants to play with them anymore because it's not dangerous. Oh, hell, how about darts? My cousins used to throw them at each other. You get a three-inch dart stuck in your skull. <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah. Vince was just mentioning, so basically semi-auto shotguns that look like an AR-15 are all banned, or is that still a foggy view? So Vince, um, a lot of them are banned now, um, and uh, there's no rhyme or reason as to which ones are banned and which ones aren't. Um, I would assume that if they you have one that's about- not, that it's it's they're, they're going to get nailed eventually. Yep. Yeah. Once they find out about them via this show, they found they they out. know about them. They're just I don't <laughs> I know. know. They're they're uh, pacing it out. They're pacing out their uh, uh, um, Gestapo marching over all of our uh, firearms and property. Yeah, it seems like the ones that are not banned are out of stock everywhere. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shockingly. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I wonder how much. The Derrier Mark 12 sold after the initial. Okay, it's still not. actually after the Typhoon got banned. I yeah. sold a lot of Derriers, and well, now they're banned too. But yeah, yeah. I know a few people who allegedly may have purchased them. Well, well I mean, if you were in Three Gun and you had a Typhoon, you'd be like, "Oh crap!" 
Oh, well, I guess we'll get a Duria. And now you'd be stuck with two in your well, safe. That's kind of, yeah. kind of a danger, right? Like all, all of my competition rifles got prohibited. What the hell am I going to shoot competition with this year? I have to try and find the money to buy a gun, which is probably going to get prohibited anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like my deer guns got prohibited. So I don't know. I'll probably freaking use my mo- This is my deer gun this year. I'm going to go enemy at the gates on the deer because I don't have anything else. <laughs> Well, it'll work. Oh, it'll definitely work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Uh, well, if we don't have any other questions for Denis, why don't we move on? Move on. Yeah. So, Denis, can I can I pretty please have the host back? Sure. Can I make, can I be host? <laughs> <laughs> Denis just starts laughing. <laughs> yeah. uh, actually, I think I need to remove you, <laughs> Adriel. <laughs> this is my show now. <laughs> Okay, how does that work? Okay. Uh, just, uh, just now slam Denis radio. <laughs> yeah. e, e fire radio. <clears throat> yes. Okay, so now you're the host again. I am the yep. host. All right, I'm going to say stop. Hey, Chris. Then, yeah. Um, Dave's going to have to use the slingshot. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be it's like. be hard from 200. It is. No, not good with a slingshot either. I'm actually really bad with one. Sling bow? So. You, put an, you just put an arrow in there instead of the rock. You fire that. Ooh. You could make them. You get, you get a, a whisker biscuit. It's like a hey. holder for the front. And you put the arrow in there, and then you pull it yeah. back, fire an arrow instead of a rock. And Dave's <laughs> name, right? Dave, David, and Goliath. Dave. I don't think those are banned. Dave. I don't think what? those are even... Pr- like. I could just give a kid a sling bow, right? No, a sling bow, like just a sling with that fires the arrows instead of the yeah. actual bow. Totally. I could give them like a broadhead on there too. Broad we talk bow. about like, like, oh, you know what? Those lawn darts, you got to ban them. But it's like I could hand a kid a slingshot with an arrow and a broadhead, and that would be legal. I could just give it to them. Like, <laughs> Until next week. <laughs> RCMP are listening, remember. All right. Couldn't discharge <laughs> in some areas. Can't, <laughs> can't discharge a, a bow in a lot of municipalities. So like no, in Edmonton here, you, you can't, can't fire a bow inside the city unless you're in like yeah, a most bow place. Yeah. Anywho, listener feedback. So we've been kind of touching on the uh, Facebook there. So we could probably move on from that one. Listener feedback. Yep. Listener feedback is sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. It's kind of a cool guy. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full-service gunsmith who specializes in firearms refinishing. He offers hot bluing, park rising, and Cerakote finishes, as well as wood refinishing. Check out his online inventory of new and used guns, firearms accessories, optics, and more at dcgunsmith.ca. And are there any uh, firearms that you just got in or that you think that are, are going to be hot sellers? Uh, I didn't get a lot of new stuff recently. Um, I had a added a lot of stuff to on the website in the uh, uh, optics and accessories section. And um, yeah, that, that'd be accessories. <laughs> accessories. Yes. And you've yes. got a, a purple yes. camo uh, TNW AR yes. yeah. in the back there. Yes. Yep. It's pretty. Yep. That's non-restricted. <laughs> pretty. Yes. That's still is. non-restricted. Yeah. Nine mil <laughs> clock mag. <laughs> I like how you said still. I kind of want to go deer hunting with ones like that just to make people's heads explode <laughs> because yeah. that would make uh, Auntie's heads explode. It would make Hunter's heads explode too to go hunting with a 9mm uh, mm-hmm. PCC. Yep. Yep. Well, 
in Ontario, it seems that the, as far as I can tell from the requirements, it merely is a center fire of some sort. So. In Alberta, Alberta, it's center fire minimum uh, diameter of 24 caliber. Yeah. Which nine millimeter is bigger. Mm-hmm. Use a nine millimeter. Nice. Yeah, here is the same thing. Any center fire. Yeah. So this cool. is where that whole thing about provincial regulations and how that all is so different, depending yeah. on which province it is. They should not, in my opinion, the uh, the provinces should not be different on hunting rigs because they differ in stupid ways, like. Yep. Center fire versus 24 caliber versus this one. You can go bow hunting early. This one you can't. This one you can use a, a smoke pole, like a black powder uh, rifle to go early. This one you can't. But it's like, why are there why are these, these differences? Oh, no good reason. This, this place you can Sunday hunt. This place you can't. It's like, mm, this, this isn't. It's this all isn't dependent. Shit. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's uh, too many... Uh, optional controls being used when they should just stick to like a smaller set of mandatory ones control how many ticket uh, how many uh, tags you give Draws, for, yeah. for wmu that makes sense just do that just do that that'll that'll be your limitation not like all these other silly ones that we've got on top anywho uh first email from alex i'll read this one and i'll get you guys to read some of the other ones here Alex says, hey, guys, uh, the email is intended to add info to the, on the Duria Mark 12 ban to the Firearms News part of the show if you all choose to. If you download the public FRT, uh, the Mark 12 has been classified prohibited and referencing uh, PFR Part 1, Paragraph 87, exactly like everything else was banned in the OSC and some. If you turn to the next page, you'll notice that in the model section, it is stated the design of this semi-automatic box magazine fed shotgun resembles, but is not a variant of the AR-15. Now, I'm assuming that the RCMP are changing the classification for the reason of being an AR variant. However, they did not change the model description and still classify it as not an AR variant. Even the Adler B210 has this, this is an AR style shotgun in the model description. I've attached photos of what I'm talking about in the email. Thank you for reading this and have a good one. Cheers, Alex. And we just did review that. Yeah. Yeah. And we saw that Uh, as well. The hypocrisy is uh, on paper. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, Kelly, did you want to take this one from, uh, from a little kidding? It actually is there. <laughs> yeah, kidding. Actually, we don't know what we were talking about last time. It's yeah. an AR. We looked at it again. Drunk okay. this time. Yes. With glasses that aren't very good. Yeah. Yes. Okay, from Ed, it says, hey, guys, I was just wondering if flare guns are now prohibited. What are your thoughts, Ed? Flare. Is he saying fleer? No, flare. What's a flare gun? It's a flare gun that. Oh, so if you go boating, he was saying it from a jazz hands kind of flare, but he meant the flare of fire. Help! Help! Gun that makes you awesome. Yes. Well, because like a certain bore is prohibited, but I believe some flare guns are not considered firearms, and I think you need. But neither are the other ones. I don't know. So do we still? Yeah, I'm Can checking we, right now if it is in the FRT. <laughs> um, because they were you, talking about some other things in the original OIC about so we're not able to use can't have a rocket tube. launchers tube. Some of the, some rem- of those I don't some, remember some rocket launchers guns. are just a tube. They're like a very stupid tube. Yep. And that's the rocket launcher. 
That's all an RPG is. It's literally a tube with a trigger mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. And it goes back. Well, can you still have underbarrel uh, under flare guns, the 37 mils? Uh, I thought a bunch of those 37 mils were bad. I thought a bunch of those were bad. Were, were they actually named? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, while uh, Denis looks that Do up. Do you have a model or make of any flare gun? Or? No. Mm, it's just talking know. flare gun. Mm-hmm. I think I mean, we some of those go... flare guns are 12 gauge. Yep. Yeah. And you can actually fit a 12 gauge shell in some of them and you can fire it once. <laughs> and then the flare gun doesn't work anymore. Uh, Dave, did you want to take the, uh, the next one while uh, Denis looks that up? Uh, you're on mute. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on mute. There we go. go. From Spencer. Hey guys, interesting episode a few weeks ago back on Canadian politics. It took me a minute to sort it. The fact that you guys flipped the political colors around from what we use in the States. In the U.S., the red state is more conservative and the blue states are the liberal ones. This is more of a, and we call Coke. We don't call Coca-Cola. Uh, this is more of a, a geographic and demographic term in the U.S., though. We don't typically think of politicians by that color code, so we don't have blue Republicans. Instead, we have too many rhinos, Republicans in name only. I guess you guys would have Tino's your way, up your way. Tino? Tino's? Mm, figure that one out. Uh, Congrats to Kelly for finally getting her victory. If you know, put it in the note. I really love mine. There's a lot of parts out for it now. I got one of the first, I uh, can't pronounce that. Paul Quartzen. Paul Quartzen. Yeah, Paul Quartzen. Mm-hmm. Barrels made for it when I bought mine. Now it's also got a, oh my God, why do shotguns cross? have stupid long names? No, it's 22. Cross. 22 stuff. Yeah. Oh, 22. Yeah. Well, 22s have long stupid names for things too. Mm-hmm. People suck at AR 15s. Uh, it's now a goal because I got a uh, tandem cross trigger set up and some target grips to go with it. It's a great pistol and will not as accurate as my Buckmark target. It beats the rest of my 22 pistols by a good bit. Sorry to hear you guys are still in lockdown, but it sounds like things are easing up a bit. Here in Georgia, things are almost back to normal in a lot of ways. I'm working from home, bars reopening. That's the uh, important part. Bars are reopening. Bars are reopening, yep. Uh, reopening I'm here. I know Georgia is taking heat in the press for opening too soon. Most of the folks here think it's better to spread the cases over summer than lock down and get a huge number in the fall. Besides, we're a red state, so the liberal media hates us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer and Smyrna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I th- well, I mean, like, uh, it varies in Canada. It varies in the U.S. as well. I was talking to, just before yeah. we started here, uh, a client of mine in, in New York and uh, <laughs> they can't do anything like 10 person max for gathering and uh, nothing nothing's open like it is out, out here it depends on the state yeah because Michigan which is just yeah. almost right below us it's um, basically back to normal as well so it all depends on which state it is also New York State totally different got so. nailed pretty hard too and it should it should differ, right? It should di- yeah. differ based on uh, how risk tolerant the people are and uh, how many cases they have. Well, well and your population density yeah. and such too. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're way up north in Ontario, whatever, who cares? You're probably fine. But downtown Toronto, now well, Toronto not. is still highly restricted as opposed yeah. to they're they're in a different zone. Um, cool. 
Going back to the whole flare thingy, I looked it up a little bit. So they're coming four different calibers, 12 gauge, 25 millimeter, 26.5 millimeter, and 37 millimeter. And the first three are the ones that most people use. And yes, they have been used for, for weapons, but they're obviously used for safety for That's both. Not so, good. Yeah, so yeah, found it in the FRT. And so I found one says it's a 12 gauge. Uh, uh, what did it say here? A 12-gauge signal flare. And when you look in the description, it's uh, so it says for the purpose of sections and a whole bunch of different sections of the Firearms Act, the following weapons are deemed not to be firearms. Any device designed exclusively for signaling, signaling notifying of, uh, of distress, yeah. for firing blanks, firing cartridges, the stud cartridges, um, explosive-driven rivets, <laughs> or other industrial projects, and intended by the person in possession of it to be used exclusively for the purpose of for which it is designed. Okay, but somebody so, can also no, no, take I, it and use it to hold up a store because people look exactly like a, so a, a pistol. So the way and, it is written is so if you use it as a signaling device, it is not a firearm, but if if you point it at someone, then it becomes one. That's and then the it I becomes the it. whole thing with respect to intent. Well, we yeah. go down this rabbit hole, right? Yeah. So. I, I hate intent laws. They're I so know. silly. And all they're just a penalty for stupid people. Right. Yeah. You got a baseball yeah. bat in your trunk. What's that for? Well, in case, uh, in case I get in a toss-up with someone. Oh, weapon. That's a charge. Why you got a baseball bat in case a baseball game breaks out? Oh, no charge. It's it's literally a, a, a law against stupid people, yeah. which, you know, I feel sorry for them. So it's the same thing with um, bear spray. I'm going down this rabbit hole. It's the same thing with bear spray. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're not able to have bear spray in your possession unless you're might run into a bear. I mean, downtown yeah. Edmonton, there's all sorts of bears around here. Run, you, you go around certain clubs, lots of bears in these clubs. <laughs> lots of bears. Lots of, bears. Lots of cougars. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, trying to explain to one of my American... Uh, one of my American <laughs> friends, just how dumb our laws are because his, yeah, daughter, uh, his daughter wanted to carry something for defense. And I had to explain to them that, well, you can use a weapon to defend yourself. You're not allowed to possess a weapon until the moment that you are allowed to defend yourself. Correct. <laughs> Same thing with bear defense. Yeah, it's a okay. ridiculous, ridiculous, stupid. Anyway. Next up, uh, from Jason. Hey, gang. Two quick questions. Adriel mentioned finding some really cheap 22 ammo on the last podcast. Where did I find this 250 per 50 ammo? That was at Cabela's. Uh, Cabela's had some federal ammo for that. And if you buy in bulk, you can get that price um, for other places as well. Like um, the federal standard velocity, if you look for it and you get it in bulk, you can get it for right around $0.07 cents a round. Which isn't 250 per 50, but it's pretty close, and it's like better, better ammo. Uh, or Blazer, Blazer is also uh, one that you can find uh, from time to time at a really good price, and it'll be better ammo. Then yes. Yep. Uh, he also asks, where can I f uh, buy a Slamfire Radio hat, shirt, and patch? Keep up the good work. Thanks, Jason B. Well, if you become a Patreon, um, maybe I'll send you a patch. Uh, it really depends on. Uh, Hey, how far behind I am. 
which at Adriel. this point is uh, is very far behind. How shirt? How many shirts you got there? I got a lot. <laughs> hey, Jason, if, you are you in more? Alberta? No, Jason is in Ontario, and he's pretty close to me. Okay, do you want to give him a shirt? You probably have I'll, a couple. I have do you want more? one. One or no? I no. don't. I'm, I'm packing <laughs> stuff and sending it back to you with no. the shirts in it. No, no, no. <laughs> one way. They come from my house and they leave. <laughs> Jason, I'll send you a, a an email and get your address. I'll ship it out to you. Shouldn't nice. cost too much to send it out. Or yeah. we'll probably meet up if meet this, up. if this stuff ever ends. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Kelly, did you want to take no. this next? No. <laughs> no. no. Uh, Dave, did you want to take the next one? From Bill. Uh, sure. Why not? From Bill P. Hey, guys, and Kelly. In the nighttime podcast, Horace host Jordan missed the most critical part about the Nova Scotia shooting. Without a doubt, and for some reason, they never disclose this information anymore, that psychotropic drugs are behind these shootings. They, the quote-unquote authorities and government gun grabbers, want the public to think Jimmy decided on a whim to grab his Johnny 7 AR-15 lookalike and go out and shoot as many people as he could. Not until he filled up on pills. That is why these shooters can do this to innocent people. When they're on these drugs, they have no soul, no conscience. Great show, Bill. Uh, I don't know, uh, so um, uh, I, I read a McLean's article that I think Trevor shared with us um, yep. a little bit earlier today. There are a bunch of crazy things in that article, a bunch of crazy accusations. So maybe pills, maybe some other stuff. Like there's a bunch of weird, well, yeah, maybe he's a, a hell's angel uh, informant that was thrown in there. There uh, is a lot of conspiracy theories going around right now. A lot. And then so. the the code on the back of the car, 2B11 or something like that, if you Google it, it's uh, an antibody being used around this cor- around uh, coronavirus testing, something like that. Am I getting this right? Am I getting it wrong? Yeah. I might be getting it wrong. There's, a, yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, more interesting stuff coming on that. Towers. Hey, you know yeah. where I bet that you can learn all about all the crazy conspiracy theories that are rolling around about this? Reddit? The, the nighttime podcast. <laughs> I bet you George's yeah. going to cover it. <laughs> By the way, I listened to all four episodes of his coverage of this. They were pretty good. Mm. I'm going to check those out. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. You know what would actually make this a little bit clearer if they did the investigation like they were saying? Or They the should have done a public inquiry from the start. And the longer Government they take does not help to not do a public inquiry, is. the longer it, it shows that some weird stuff's going on that they just don't want coming to light. But there already so, is. Like, like you can already yeah. see there already is some weird stuff that they're trying to, to hush-hush about. And they should have just done a public inquiry to start with. And the longer they go without doing it, it's just more and more suspicious. Yeah. They're at 650 right now for people that they've interviewed. So <laughs> why if, not just if, go public inquiry? What, do you, what, what doing, even is that investigation anymore? What are they investigating? Where he found the, the uniforms, maybe? Well, they know where they found that he found the uniforms. Where, oh, I, I don't know. Where did he get them? They said that they, that he got the uniforms through his family members. I thought they interviewed them and they cleared them. No, and then the decals were printed, and that was that whole McLean's article. With yeah, the yeah. Whole... By the way, this guy who printed these uh, decals was part of this uh, criminal gang syndicate. He doesn't work for the decal place anymore. Uh, ah. ooh, <laughs> ew, ew. <laughs> 
oh, interesting. Mm. I don't know if this is related. It probably isn't. But uh, oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, if you thanks, wanna, Bill. Yeah, if you want to send oh, in some crazy. emails to the show and uh, get us going on conspiracy theories, send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Uh, podcast we'll app run reviews. it by our editors, the aliens on the dark side of the moon. And if they approve of this, we'll run it by the Illuminati and then we'll go live. We don't have editors. We never have editors. We don't That's like right, Adriel. We yes. don't have editors. We, you, we take your emails. We post, oh, <laughs> the emails just mysteriously get deleted before we even see them. That's my job. Okay. That's your job? Yeah. Kelly is the Illuminati. Good to know. Yes, hey, anyone, I'm the gatekeeper. What? Has anyone Kelly reviewed Mata. us on, on Facebook? Has anyone reviewed the page on no, Facebook? No. Are you sure there's a thing? Are people no, trying to do this it? and we just like don't know how to do it? So. I don't know if it's a thing or not. I don't see where to Make review. a comment. People make comments. Mm-hmm. So make a comment. But that's not the thing is a review. No. I don't think you can review the page. I don't know. Anywho, I don't, I don't know. Share the page or something. That'd be neat. Uh, Patreon supporters. You can help support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash slamfire radio. You can also help us by visiting our website and going through the links on Cabela's. And I still don't know if that's going to work in a month or no. It might not. Uh, shout outs. Oh, yeah. Any mm-hmm. no updates on that? Uh, on the the whole Cabela's. I will procrastinate until it's like due date tomorrow and then I'll figure it out. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kelly, shout outs. Okay. So Rick Crane, happy birthday. It's his birthday today. Just wanted to give him a shout out. Also, Sean and Kurt from the previous Gunning Around podcast, they've launched a new podcast. It's called First Vocal Plane. Go and listen to them when they are up and running. So they're about to get started. So cool. just wanted to say congratulations to those guys on getting a new podcast up and running. Awesome. I thought they were going to interview some Saskatchewan conservative politician. They are. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. They cool. are interviewing him about the whole municipal thingy. Mm. Excellent. They're, they're gotten, well, the previous podcast had some really good guests and, mm-hmm. I'm sure that the new, the new podcast will also have some yep. both political as well as gun related. Okay. Anyways, Dave? I like the, I like the name. Uh, shout outs to Andrew and all the Ragnarok tactical guys who put on apparently an excellent pistol uh, match, an NSCC pistol pistol match at Guelph last weekend. I heard it was really good, and apparently it's posted somewhere on Canadian Gun Nuts, although I don't see it, but. I guess go look on Gun Nuts. There's more pistol matches coming up in Guelph. It's good. Fun. I saw some pictures. Um, yeah, I wanted to give a shout out for a similar thing. The the three gun guys, Chris and all the guys, they put on a, a three gun match uh, last weekend, and supposedly it went uh, very well, even with the new uh, Clipazine uh, division and all the other uh, uh, fun stuff that, uh, that they've had to change just to allow people to compete. So it's apparently went really well. Denis, do you have any shout outs? Um. Well, I guess to all my customers, everybody who's been supporting me for the past five years. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd like to give you a shout out too. Thanks for coming on the show and sticking with us for for the full show and, uh, and participating. It's you know, um, for a lot of people, they're like there. There's a lot of uncertainty right now, and I think being able yeah. to have someone check the FRT and uh, uh, take a look, it's uh, it's been a big help, and uh, I think people appreciate it. Oh yeah, I do get a lot of messages. People asking, oh, "Check this model." This, yeah. but 
that's fine. Well, I mean, I don't mind it. Uh, I understand people are worried and uh, yeah. Maybe maybe you should just offer spend twenty bucks get a free FRT lookup. <laughs> yeah. Look it up free if you buy it. If you buy the yeah. gun, I'll look it up first. <laughs> After you pay. After you pay. Ah, oh, sorry, it's prohibited. I have to give it to you now. You purchased it. It's prohibited now. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, please join uh, our national firearms associations like the CCFR. They're going to need your help to uh, field out those legal challenges and uh, stick it to the government. Check us out on Gun Owners of Canada, like us on Facebook, and reach out to your city councillor now to talk about municipal handgun bans so that you can stop uh, any kind of shenanigans happening in the near future. And we'll see you next week. Time to get a gun. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.